My name is Kyle Willis, and this is Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. Welcome back to Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. We are continuing our series on the complete entrepreneur. I am excited jumping into our new topic, our new toolkit today on the importance and value of networking. Uh, there is, there's not, there may not be someone better for our topic today than our guest, Kevin Thompson. And I've had the privilege of being able to connect with Kevin, learn about not only his network, but his ability to build relationships that are truly beneficial for both parties. As I've received that for myself, got to uh, 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 join a live event that he hosted here in Seattle. Uh, Kevin, about a month ago, I think we were at three weeks ago. It was, yeah, a month ago, yeah. Has that been already? So I'll give, you know, before I give your intro real quick, man, Kevin, I'm really excited to jump in today. Uh, And as I've seen firsthand, the power of networking and what you've been able to create through those relationships. So thank you for being with us here today. My pleasure. My pleasure, Kyle. So for our, our guests who don't know about you, let me just kind of share a little bit of, of your bio. Let me, let me brag about you for a moment for, so that way our guests know as we're jumping in here, what is the credit? What is the background you have to be able to share your story today and actually serve some people who are listening and, and know where these relationships uh, come from and can benefit our listeners? So over the last decade, and Kevin, correct me if anything I have here is inaccurate, but you know, I'll share what I know, share what I've learned from you. But over the last decade, you have created over 16 million in revenue solely out of strategic partnerships. And what's amazing about that, it's, it's not ads, it's not marketing strategies, it's not uh, some next, you know, the next, next topic of whatever the, the, the flavor of the week is. It's purely out of strategic partnerships, you've been able to create double digit million dollar revenue for businesses. And yes, depending upon who you are, that may sound like a large number, it may sound like a small number, but that is no significant task. That's huge. And the best part is that you're an expert at structuring profitable and rewarding strategic partnerships that's a huge win for everyone involved. So it's not just a, hey, here's what I do. Great. You need to go hire that person and just, you know, the one-sided type referrals. You really build that strategic partnership. So it's a win-win. And what I, what I love is that in that, in, the, in this last decade, the millions of dollars that you've created out of this, you've really developed a process that we're going to jump into today to make this very practical, make this very applicable to the lives of entrepreneurs and you know from what you shared with me is that 453 times specifically you've made this possible so Kevin I think in in the years of experience you have uh, what what I love is that you've now said okay there's a process here that what I can develop what I've been able to create 
I now can deliver appointments that are pre-qualified high-end buyers who want to talk to my clients, want to talk to the people I'm in a relationship with and know exactly what it'd be like to work with them. So that way, when you make that intro, there's not this, you know, line and dance that we have to do. It's actually, let's get down to business, high five each other and really start a beautiful partnership here. Absolutely. So Kevin, that last decade, the incredible success you've had, that didn't start in a vacuum. That didn't, that didn't just happen one day. 10 years, 453 significant partnerships. I'd love to hear a little bit of where that began, a little bit of your story there. And, and what, you know, what, what led you to being able to create this process to have such strategic partnerships that make a massive difference? Kevin, yeah. what's your beginning? What's your origin? Well, I'll tell you, you know, my, my very first ever strategic partnership just, it, it unfolded completely organically, Kyle. Love it. At the time, it, it would have been in 2003, and at the yeah. time, uh, I owned a cleaning and restoration business. And, and a couple of years prior, we had started this website. We started this website, probably one of the ugliest websites on the <laughs> internet, uh, called Get Mold Solutions. And, yeah. and, uh, the reason I started that was because, you know, I, we, we owned a local cleaning and restoration business and I was like, now wouldn't it be cool if we could use the internet to have a broader reach and impact more people outside of our yeah. local area that occurred. Yeah. And, uh, and that's exactly what we did with and it. Is, I, it's funny. It's like you know, a lot of entrepreneurs joking with me about, well, mold, are you serious? I mean, that's kind of like watching the grass grow, right? <laughs> like, you know what? You're right. Unless you've got a mold problem, you're all about what I have to offer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and with that website, we had uh, built a subscriber list of about twenty-two thousand people. We were talking with more people uh, around the subject of mold and mold remediation than anyone else in the industry at that wow. time. Wow! And uh, and that little website was producing about twelve thousand dollars a month, independently of the other side of our business, and it was mostly on autopilot, uh, selling mold test kits, mold <laughs> product, and informational products. You know, yeah. those kind of things. And uh, and I was talking with Joe Polish uh, one day in, in 2003, and he was like, Kevin, he's like, why don't you come down here to Phoenix in October and, and speak at the annual event? He did this big annual event for the cleaning and restoration industry out here. He's like, why don't you come down here and show what you're doing with your website? And I was like, sure, I could do that. And he's like, great. And he's like, and he's like between now and October, yeah. be sure to document what you do and how you do it. Put it into a training because there's going to be a certain percentage of people that hear from you that they'll want ongoing help from you. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And so we did that. <clears throat> I spoke at his event. Uh, and we ended up making $35,000 in sales of that course. in minutes. And I was just like, wow, that was pretty cool. And that's a whole lot more money than I make in that restoration business. Yeah. And, uh, and so that was my very first strategic partnership. And, I, and, and Kyle, I didn't even have a clue that that was even what was going on. I mm. mean, I, I just was, you know, I completely oblivious to this. Joe, he, you know, he saw that I had expertise to offer that his yeah. audience would benefit from. And he's like, why don't you come down and share with them? Yeah. And it was that simple. And, and you know, and, and so Kyle, you know, just a lot of times when it comes to strategic partnering, people tend to make it a lot more difficult than it is. And, and really it's, it's so simple. All it is is two people or, or two companies coming together, combining their resources 
so that they can do far more together than either one of them can possibly do on their own. That's all we're doing here. And uh, so, yeah, that first project with Joe, uh, you know, we, we ended up picking up all those clients. I, I was having such a great experience uh, working with them that I was like, man, I want to grow this thing. Yeah. Grow this. And uh, so we sold the cleaning and restoration business the following year, April of 2004. And uh, we started advertising uh, that I, I basically took that presentation that I did with Joe. I, I put it into a teleseminar format. Uh, we started doing some stuff online and running some ads to this to, to get people to register for a teleseminar, doing it that way. And that yeah. started working too. And so that's how we started growing it. And, uh, and I, I didn't do my next strategic partnership for, oh gosh, four years later until 07. And, yeah. But it was the second one that was like, okay, we're on to something here. And yeah. More, so. Yeah, it makes me think, you know, you talk about Joe, and I know he got started uh, in similar with his carpet cleaning, correct? Yeah. Is that he began? Yeah. And then, you know, I think of, uh, not to name drop, but I love the aspect of origins of where people start. And it gives me hope for what my future will be, um, where, you know, I know Ryan Levesque started with, uh, well, first started with the whole Etsy and Scrabble jewelry. But then he talks about his real launch was getting into orchids. And you talk about, you know, creating a course about how to get rid of mold and the training that went into that. I know Ryan was all into taking care of orchids and it gives me hope because, Hey, when I was in 11th grade, I started a window washing business and that was my start to, um, real entrepreneurship. Uh, I was a 10 year old kid that would sell his toys at the neighborhood to all his neighborhood kids to make vacation money. My first, first actual business license was as a, a window washer and, and you know, being able to create uh, create a business around that to serve my local area. Um, but I, I say, hey, if Kevin and Joe and Ryan can create these incredible businesses to serve their audiences that started with something simple like mold remediation, carpet cleaning, orchid care, then maybe this window washer has, has a hope in front of him. That's right. <laughs> so, Kevin, tell me, you know, and take, taking that next step, you talk about, you know, four years later, seeing that you're on to something. What, what was kind of that, that journey then to be able to say, hey, there's something here. I, I saw something great, some great that came with Joe. Um, something that, you know, maybe explain it. Maybe there's a story then you'd want to share with what this uh, relationship was four years later to be able to say it's, it's, I see a greater pathway for me to be able to scale my business through relationship than just having to rely on the traditional methods of paid advertising, content marketing, yep. and what we, you know, what we naturally are attuned to. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so, so from 03, from doing that first project with Joe until I did the second strategic partner with a friend of mine, Mike Crow in 07, uh, I've been doing the online advertising and we were growing the business and it, yeah. was, it was just like this steady incremental growth. Uh, and in 07, uh, I was just having a catch up call with one of my friends, Mike Crow. And I was telling him about, you know, what we've been doing and what we were working on and stuff. And, and he's like, you know, he's like this thing that you're doing, he's like, this would really benefit my home inspectors. Hmm. He's like, what if, what if we did a teleseminar training for them? And I'm like, yeah, we could do that. And uh, so all I did is I, I took the content that we've been using for our direct mail stuff and our online stuff, and we just put it into an email sequence that Mike could then use to promote a training that we scheduled for his folks. I love it. And, uh, and so we did that, and uh, that produced over 48000 in revenue. 
Wow, wow. And, and it was like a very short window. It was like a, he did a couple days of promotion, let him know about the event. We did the event. We made the offer. So it was in a one-week time frame is all the, the whole thing, start mm. to finish. And uh, didn't take much effort on his part. Didn't take a whole lot of effort on my part because I'd already been doing this. It was just yeah. now all we're doing is taking what was working over here and put it over here. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and I, after that project, I was thinking to myself, I said, you know, if, if we, we, and what we sold on that was we, we sold a trade, the course, we sold it at uh, three monthly installments of three ninety seven or eleven ninety one. And, and I was like, you know, I, was like, I bet Mike would appreciate getting paid quickly. And so I just took, uh, we had 41 people invest and three at 397, those first installments. Yeah. I just sent him his, I, I, and I agreed to give him 40% of whatever revenue we created. I was like, let me just take this and I'll overnight him a check. And so I overnighted him a check. <clears throat> he calls me the next day just going nuts. <laughs> he's like, Kevin, my gosh. He's like, this is so cool. He's like, you know, he's like, I've done a lot of partnerships like this. I have never mm. had anyone overnight me a check. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I just kind of took a note of that. And I'm like, yeah. all right, if I do this again, I'm just going to start overnighting checks. I'm just going to yeah. overnight checks to everybody. And, uh, and so we, uh, after that project with Mike, I just, Mike was like, you know, Hey, I know somebody else I want to connect you with. Are you open to talking with them? I'm like, sure. And so that's what launched the whole thing. And that mm. was how we started getting into this and, and the whole overnight and the check thing, you know, that was, that, that ended up being success and, uh, ended up creating a, uh, you know, I mean, that, that kind of ended up becoming my calling card over the years. It's like, yeah. I, I didn't even run to people at events or masterminds or whatever. And they'd be like, you're that guy who overnights the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to work with that guy. Yeah. Not a bad reputation. To have. Not at all. Absolutely. So Kevin, tell me this, you know, when you talk about being able to build that relationship with Joe, creating that relationship with Mike, you know, they both had, um, it sounds like you had a, a, a specific skill that could serve their already built audiences. Yeah. And when you think about, okay, uh, an entrepreneur who's getting started or looking to take their business to the next level, say, Hey, I have a specific skill. I can think of some specific audiences that I really want to serve. How did you go about building that relationships with the Joes and the Mikes in order to allow them to even say, let me open up my list to you and see if there's a partnership here. You know, I have been always been this naturally curious guy. I just love talking with entrepreneurs. I love talking about what they're working on, you know, what challenges they're up against, what's got them excited. Uh, and, and, you know, whether there's ever anything there for me and them personally to do or not, if, if there's some, something they're working on or some challenge they're dealing with that, uh, that I know of somebody that, yeah. can help, I've just always wanted to be this guy who, I mean, like, why would I withhold on them? You know, yeah. like, like, and so I always started doing that. And, and then it just, you know, just being helpful. And, you know, here's the other thing too. It's like, I, you know, a lot of times in networking events, whether it's, you know, BNI or a mastermind or a live seminar event or whatever it is, you'll see entrepreneurs talking, especially like in the hallway and, and where one of them's talking and the other one's like kind of engaged, but not really engaged. Maybe they're scanning the room to see who else is there or, you know, and, and like, you know, because so many networking events are about what can I get out of this? Very true. Very true. 
versus what can I give and how can I contribute? And, and when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're asking them engaging questions, uh, you know, and, and you're engaged in the listening process, it just creates a whole different environment. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, it creates a whole different feeling that people can tell you're engaged with them. They'll, they'll, they'll share a lot more with you. And, and they're open to, like, you know, when, when you, they, they share challenges they're dealing with or, or you know, talking about, you know, uh, a problem that you might be able to solve for either yeah. them or their clients or their prospects or what have you. And now, all of a sudden, they're far more open to having that kind of a discussion. Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, so in, in that, this, there may not be an exact answer to this, but it's a question that comes to mind if, you know, in your 10 years of experience of seeing um, a way to, to speak to it, I'd welcome, if not, I'll understand that too. Um, but is there a certain time frame that you'd say is kind of appropriate that you start seeing, hey, after about three months, really asking those good questions and engaging, I start to see those relationships open up. Or could there be, as times where it's now, it could be three days. Is it really, is there, is there a, a, a pattern you've seen? It can happen. So um, whether it's, I mean, I, I have definitely had people that just met me and we just totally connected. Yeah. Uh, but usually what happens is that we connect in that way and they're like, you know what, I want to connect you with so-and-so okay. because what you do would be a perfect fit for what they're doing, yeah. who they serve. And, and then in that instance, where I get connected you know, in that way by, by a mutual friend yeah. that we both have respect for, what happens then is that that trust-building process that, like you just mentioned, Kyle, that, that might be you know, two months or three months or six months or a year or whatever, yeah. that, when we have that endorsed introduction, it <clears throat> compresses that. Yeah. Because we now have that endorsed induction, introduction from somebody that we both respect. Well, that, that trust, you know, like I said, that trust gets compressed and things can happen much, much quicker. And it hasn't, it's not uncommon at all for yeah. me to meet someone. We just totally hit it off. And well, Kyle, that, you and I met because of our mutual friend, Nick. Yep, totally. And, and, you know, you ended up coming to that event and just in a short time and that, and that night we went out to dinner and we connected and like, and, and like shortly after that, you asked me, you know, Hey, would you be willing to be on my podcast? And I'm yeah. like, sure. I mean, it's that easy. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you mentioned as so, you know, I always love just kind of thinking, thinking for our listeners who are saying, Hey, I want to scale my business. I want to, I want to take it to new levels, but it's so easy for entrepreneurs to be alone and not have those networks to start off with, not have the Joes and, and the mics to really know uh, who to connect with and, and build that relationship. So in the aspect of where to begin, you mentioned earlier things like masterminds or BNI, uh, chambers of commerce as another example. Do you see value in more of those traditional methods of the BNIs and chambers of commerce? Or you say that we're moving more into a, a season of life and relationships where either you don't need to be in person and you can have networks uh, just by online groups and Zoom and whatnot. What have you seen kind of be the most beneficial place to begin to build those relationships uh, if, I, if I'm just getting started? Sure. Well, you know, I mean, you know, with, with technology, I mean, man, it's, it's so much easier now than it's ever been. 
Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, we have all of these online platforms. We have, you know, Facebook uh, that, that connects us with so many people. Uh, you know, we've got, you know, platforms like Zoom that, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like the next best thing to be in there in person. And stuff, yeah. You know, but there's also nothing like being together in person. Yeah. You know? And so, but, but I certainly don't limit to myself to, to having to be, you know, I mean, I, I do, you know, I mean, gosh, I joined BNI years ago. Uh, you know, it, it was not a long-term thing for me, yeah. but uh, I started joining masterminds too. And I've been a part of masterminds. I mean, my, I think my first mastermind I joined was in 1998, actually with Joe Polish. Okay. And I have not, I have never since that time not been in a mastermind. I've mm. been in some kind of masterminds and a lot of times multiple masterminds simultaneous. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you, you know, I mean, even getting started, whether it's, you know, on, on, online, on, on Facebook, that kind of thing, LinkedIn, uh, or yeah, local, local meetup groups, local BNI, you know, uh, chamber of commerces, uh, you know, mastermind groups where you might even have to travel to yeah. go to groups or what have you, which is really common for that. Uh, you know, whatever works for you. Yeah. But definitely, you know, start reaching out and connecting with people and having conversations with entrepreneurs because I'll tell you, you know, yeah, we being an entrepreneur can be a lonely spot if we allow it to be. Exactly. Yeah, if you allow it. And let me ask kind of a, an opinionated question. And there's not something I'm digging for here, but more I love your, your insights from speaking of 20 plus years in masterminds. I know there's a lot that are free and a lot that you pay for. Yep. Uh, and some offer incredible incentives and benefits. Some you're paying for the, the access of who's going to be in those groups. What would be your recommendation of what's, what we ought to evaluate when we're considering joining a paid-for mastermind? What if you say, hey, here's, here's some good things that you should look for. Here's when you know you're not really going to get value out of what you may be paying. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot, you know, a lot of different masterminds out there for sure. Uh, some of them are, you know, topic specific. Some of them are process specific, perhaps, uh, yeah. you know, uh, or some of them are niche specific to, you know, like, you know, like say to Amazon or e-commerce sellers or what have you, you know? So there's a lot of different things to look at. Now you mentioned that, you know, the, the lower price points versus higher price points. I I've been in all of them yeah. you know, where there's, you know, local stuff that costs me, I don't know, $97 a month or something like that all the way up to, uh, you know, the, the most, the, the highest point mastermind I've ever been in was, uh, the investment was 50,000 a year. Okay. And, and like what you said, Kyle, you know, really, um, beyond finding like who your tribe is and who you connect with, yeah. Uh, it, it's like the higher the price point, what it does, the, it, it's like, you know, it, it tends to, as a general rule, it tends to the higher the price point, it just ups the caliber of people that are in the group yeah. because of the price point, you know? Oh, yep. And, uh, and Joe even runs this, this group called Genius X. Uh, now where the investment to be in that group is a hundred thousand dollars a year to be, Got in, it. you know? And, uh, and so, you know, but you, you certainly de don't need to be in a, you know, a 25000 a 50000 or $100,000 sure. mastermind to network. You can yeah. start right where you are right now. <laughs> yeah. and, and you can certainly graduate up to stuff like that. But what I always, you know, have, what I will look at personally is that 
you know, whether it's a topic specific thing or a process specific thing, or it's just a mastermind, like, like Joe's uh, Genius yeah. Network, for example, is not a process or topic specific group. It's, yeah. it's just, it's all about connections. It's all about just making, you know, making connections that'll help grow and expand your business that you can help others in the group do the same for them. Uh, and so, you know, the, I mean, and that's what I look for. Is it, is it a tribe of people that I enjoy yeah. being around, hearing from, learning from, and that I can also contribute to? Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, I love that. And I think, there, you know, I want to dig into that real quick, the aspect of knowing how to contribute. Um, and, you know, because it's very easy to run in and just say, okay, who can I get business from? Who can I get my next client from? But on the flip side, when you say, I want to contribute, I want to contribute, you also don't want to be that one person who's trying to take over the conversation. And, you know, everyone's like, dude, just calm down. You, you know, you'll have your place. Uh, and what, what have you seen be that balance? What's been your uh, experience to know? Uh, they're reading the social cues of people around you, uh, feedback you're getting from others to know, all right, I have some, when should I speak up? When do I really have something to contribute? And when am I just being an asshole that people, you know, is taking over the conversation? <laughs> yeah. You know, what's so interesting is in most mastermind groups that I've been in, in the group conversation, you know, so Joe, I'll, I'll just keep devolving back to Joe because I've been in Genius Network sure. a lot. Sure. And, and I joined Genius Network in 2008 at Joe's request only. And, and I, to be honest, I didn't even qualify because he required uh, the people in the group ha have businesses doing at least a million dollars a year. And in 2008, my business was not yet there. In fact, at the end of 2008, that was the first year we broke a million. But the year before that, we did yeah. half a million. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Joe was suggesting that I join the group. And I was like, but Joe, I was like, my business doesn't even qualify. And he's like, yeah, but you and I, we go back. We, I know you, I know you're going to get value from this and I know you're going to be able to contribute. But even at that, my very first meeting I ever went to, yeah. I was like, what the heck? I mean, these guys, I mean, the conversation that took place, I was just, I felt it was like, here's all these guys yeah. and here's me way down <laughs> And I even told Joe on, you know, aside, I, I, after the meeting, him and I were talking because he called me up. He's like, well, what'd you think? And I'm like, Joe, I don't know if, I mean, I, I'm not even sure I belong. I was like, mm -hmm. man, those guys are all running these big businesses and here's little old me. I was like, I, how can I even contribute in a group like that? And, and Joe was like, Kevin, he's like, I would have never invited you into it if I didn't know you could contribute. That's cool. That's and, cool. And he's like, don't worry about how you're going to contribute. The fact that you just want to, that's all that needs to be in place. I love that. And, uh, and so, and I, I cannot tell you how many times I've told that to other people now, because, um, you know, the fact that you just want to contribute and that that is a desire of yours, because we all know, you know, the more we give, the more we're going to get in return. Agreed. Well. Yep. I agree. And, and, uh, and for me personally, like I said, it's, it's not about, like, as a general, I'm mean, like, now you go to one of Joe's Genius Network meetings, and there's going to be 50, 60 people at any mm. given meeting. Yeah. Be a lot of conversation going on. And, like, once in a while, 
I might end up contributing or somebody will call on me specifically and then I'll speak up. But as a general, I'm not like this outspoken person in the group, but I am always listening yeah. to what other people are saying. And, and if I think that I have something to offer them, then I will definitely on a break or on lunch or at dinner or whatever, I will definitely go to talk with that person and have a conversation. I love that. So. Okay. And, uh, and that's just kind of me. I'm just kind of a little bit more low-key in that way. So. And that's one of the things I, I loved about you when I got to meet you in person is I didn't feel like you led with an agenda. I didn't feel like there was this, hey, Kyle, you're in an agency. You're looking for this. You're looking for that. I can help you. You should hire me. He's like, no, let's, let's just get to know each other. If I, if I can serve you down the road, you know how to get a hold of me. And likewise, if I can be of service to you, you know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> and, you know, I think about um, what we're talking about here, all the, all the process that you've gone through over the last, well, 20 years and in, in what you've done with the relationship from, with Joe, uh, much less 10 years of really being able to create this business all focused around network marketing. You really built a process to this. And, I, you know, uh, now, you know, to, to make it even simplified, you created a program for it as well to help take others through it and train them on the value of networking. Tell us a little bit about what you've created in the partnership playbook uh, that we can, that we can then say, Hey, how do we make relationship capital something that is a non-negotiable asset of our business? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now, you know, that this whole thing stems from uh, you know, uh, th this thing I like to call active appreciation. And, and we really start there. It's like, you know, I, I can, op I have opened up so many doors by, because see, you know, no matter who somebody is, especially yeah. if they're an entrepreneur, no matter how big their business is, how successful they look like they are from the outside, there is not an entrepreneur or a person on the face of this planet that gets enough appreciation. And when we genuinely show appreciation for someone, yeah, it, it you know, it, it grabs their attention. <laughs> and, uh -huh. and so, and I, you know, and, and I, and I, I really caution people when I say this, you know, don't look at this as some kind of a marketing strategy or a gimmick or something like that, but rather yeah. let it be who you are. Yeah. And, and, you know, so like, you know, when I'm part of masterminds or I have conversations or if I'm doing something like this, Kyle, where, you know, a podcast interview or whatever, you know, afterwards I'll send a quick note, you know, either a Facebook message or a text message or something like that. And just let the person know, man, you know, I really appreciated doing that with you and here's why or whatever that yeah. is, you know, That's awesome. and, and I can't tell you how many times just something that simple has led to a conversation. Hey, you know what, man, thanks so much for sending me that. We need, you know, I mean, I, I remember one of the first times I did this was back in 2012. And there was this lady in my life who I just, I really appreciated. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to send her a quick text message. Yeah. And within an hour, she got back to me and she's like, Kevin, she go, and we hadn't talked in a couple of years. And within an hour, she had got back to me and she's like, Kevin, I have been really going through some rough times lately. And man, your message is exactly what I needed today. You, you made me cry. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's kind of an extreme example True. of that. But you know what it did is it led to her and I catching up after yeah. having not spoken in a while. And, and that, since then, we've done a lot of stuff together, her and I. And we're cool. prior to that. We weren't really doing anything because like, I just wasn't in that mindset at all. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, but that is, you know, just like I said, you know, just just being yourself and being yeah. genuinely appreciative of other people is going to go so far, and and it will definitely get people responding to you. And, and as far as like, you know, having conversations, I mean, I, I even reach out to people cult, you know, people that I see on Facebook that I'm like, wow, I really like this person. I, I you know, I, I might like their stuff and comment on their stuff. And, and, you know, I mean, this happened with a friend of mine, Chris, a few months ago, I sent him a message and just said, Hey, Chris, you know what? I really like the stuff that you put out on Facebook Yeah. and, and I'm working on some cool stuff and, and I would really appreciate getting somebody like yours insight on this is it cool if we set aside 10 or 15 minutes to talk yeah and he got back to me and was like man i'd be happy to do that you know and and you know what when when we did make time to talk and, and you know what was interesting is we did do a strategic partnership project together mm -hmm. and stuff and and uh, but that wasn't my intention in reaching out to him i just wanted to i, I liked what he's sharing i liked what he was all about and i yeah. valued his insight i'm like can we make time to talk and uh and, and like you know just being that way just being ourselves not not coming from this place of i've got an agenda and i want this person to do this for me or anything yeah. like that but how can i be of service and in turn you know what we can ask for help from others too it's okay i love that i love that that's always that challenge is, is being afraid to ask being able to step up and take that risk and know that hey there, there's no shame in saying i'm in i'm in place of need i think so much of that is a mindset issue first to get over. I think that's something I've had to battle of, you know, being able to to fear the rejection. The reality is they're going to be in the same place you are now if you don't take that risk. And, right. and then, the, you know, the I think there's that human nature within us of what we desire to help each other. Yeah. And we desire to serve one another in a way that makes us not only feel good about ourselves, feel like we have something to contribute, but the ability to say, great, you know, there's a psychological element of if we're in a relationship, and I give to you, there's going to be a time that I want to, I want to uh, receive something back. And, and that aspect of, well, hey, Kevin, if there's something I can do for you, I'm here. If, uh, you know, and yes, we all say with the intention of not receiving something in return. I think human nature, we all say, hey, there, there's an element of if I'm in need, I, I love to know that I can have an open door. And I think that open door is by saying, if I'm in need, if there's something small that, I, that you can help me with, I'm willing to take that risk and ask. Well, you know, I'd certainly like to think how between you and I, you know, that if, if, if you needed something that like even the, 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 you know, the limited number or limited time that we've had to talk and get to know each other, I think you and I, I mean, I, I just, I just love you and what you're all about. Just in that yeah. limited amount of time that we got to hang out together in person, now having this conversation here today, yeah. You know, uh, you know if, if there were something that you needed, that you know, I mean, I, I mean, you reached out to me. I mean, you're going to be met with open arms because if there's a way that I can help, or if I can connect you with somebody that could help, then by gosh, I'm going to do that. You know, and it, it's okay to ask for what we want. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, and a lot of entrepreneurs are giving generous people, and and I used to be guilty of this too that I used to totally suck at asking for what I want yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and uh, didn't want to bother people didn't want to burden them you know kind of a yeah. thing and uh, but when we are giving generous people people around us know that and and it, it, we've got that relationship capital already there without even realizing it and it's okay to ask for what we want to so well let me ask you this then as we're wrapping up here and you know, I think our listeners are here and saying hey 
I understand the, the I understand the value of networking. I understand that it's it's pr- critical. I hear, heard some stuff today in regards to where to start, how to start, how, how to take it to that next level. But Kevin, you, you certainly have created a, a process for this to simplify it and really make it beneficial. What networks? What is the best way to network with you? What is the best way for you know our listeners to say I want to I want to pick that guy's brain, um, but you know I'm hesitant to just say everyone get on the call with you. Uh, but that aspect of you know learn what it is you offer, learn about your organization, and connect with you in a way that there may be strategic partnerships that they they can bring to you and vice versa. What is your, your preference of how people can learn more about you and stay connected to Kevin Thompson? Well, there's, there's two ways. So, uh, you know, de- depending on where you're at in business. So if you, uh, if, if you are uh, an entrepreneur who, you know, already has kind of a process in place that, that you know, you're like, like Kyle, you're a good example of this. You know, you, you, you've got a business, you already, you know, have a process in place for bringing, you know, clients on board for, for converting yeah. prospects to clients and all of that kind of stuff. And you've got a good client value. Uh, you know, it, and if you're in somebody like that and, and you would, uh, value, uh, like say, well, we'll call like just, uh, appointments yeah. with your ideal prospect just delivered to you, uh, your ideal prospect who is already like in this position of wanting to be able to have a conversation with you about how they can work with you, how you can help them. If that would be a value to you, then and you're in that kind of a position, then I'd be happy to have a conversation. We can make it nice and easy. Uh, you can schedule a time. I, I've got a calendar. You can just go to KT Calendar, uh, KT for Kevin Thompson, ktcalendar.com and set up a time. And uh, what I'll do is I'll send you a few questions uh, before we talk to make sure that I'm in a spot to be able to help you. Yeah. And, and, and if not, then we'll both know that and we won't need to keep that appointment on the calendar. And, and if so, then we'll know that too. And I'll look forward to talking with you. I love it. If you're not at that level yet, uh, and you're still growing your business, you're still kind of figuring things out. Uh, then we've got a website at partnershipplaybook.com. And uh, I have this thing uh, that that uh, a tool that I created with the help of Dan Sullivan called the uh, the Relationship Capital Scorecard, and and we offer this tool at no charge. In fact, this is just one of the tools we offer. Uh, but you can just go to that website at partnershipplaybook.com, and if you enter in your name and email address, you'll be given immediate access to that. Awesome, team. awesome. And uh, in about three minutes, you'll be able to score yourself and see exactly where you stand in relationship capital. But more importantly, you'll also know exactly what you can do to improve upon that. I love that. That's extremely practical. Yep. And so what we'll be doing too is I'll I'll be sending you some stuff uh, to help you improve your score. Yeah. and it'll be, if you do what I show you how to do and you start doing some of the exercises I walk you through, you can rescore yourself about 30 days later, 60 days later, and you're going to be amazed at what happens in the, and the transformation that takes place with you and your relationships and oh, your that's huge. that you're having with people over just a short 30, 60 day time window. I love that. That's, that's incredible, Kevin. Thank you. Because I think that gives the entrepreneur where we are in business, something they can act on today. 
I'm already at a place that I know, uh, and you know what, what I love is that you're you're creating an opportunity where you're going to say not only your own network, but those that you your extended networks create an opportunity for businesses that really serve their customer to get qualified appointments that could act, that I actually want to talk about the service you offer and potentially hiring you. I mean, that's far better than any type of paid ad campaign because you don't have to jump through any funnels and hoops. It's just automatically someone who says, let's get on the phone and talk. That's worth its weight in gold. And those businesses will say, okay, I may not be there yet, but I want to know how to get there. You've yeah. created a, the process for that through the scorecard. Yeah. So I'll make sure, and you know, both ktcalendar.com as well as um, the, the playbook, uh, partnershipplaybook.com are both in our show notes uh, for our viewers. Viewers who are listening right now, uh, you'll find that at mfrrpodcast.com. So that way you can uh, connect with Kevin after this episode. But Kevin, I think that is so such a benefit uh, for our listeners, such a benefit for the way you serve and just a natural element of how, how I've seen who you are. Of let me lead, let me serve, let me, let me be someone you can count on. And if I'm a value to you down the road, then great. So overnight me that check. Um, but, but until then, let me, let me just build that relationship. And with, we can see what the partnership looks like down the road. Absolutely. You've, you've led so much with value and out of giving uh, that it makes me say, man, whatever I can do to serve this guy, I want to be a part of. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, Kevin, thank you for being with us today. This was extremely insightful in regards to the role of networking, the where to get started, and then how to make it super practical for right now through a scorecard as well as being able to work with you directly. I really appreciate your time being with us today. It is my pleasure, Kyle. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. If you heard something today that you would like to follow up on and be able to connect with us, connect with our guests, we will have their contact information as well as any links to resources they talked about from Facebook groups, their website, any type of offers that they gave on our website at mfrrpodcast.com. Once again, that is mfrrpodcast.com. Join us there. I'd love to keep the conversation going, and you'll be able to get all of our show notes as well as links that the guests spoke about, so that way we can really serve you. Really do appreciate you spending time with us today in this episode. Hope you have a great rest of your day.